Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Liverpool versus Brighton in the Premier League. Yes, the fixtures come thick and fast. Um, I was talking about a game on Thursday, then Sunday, and now it's Wednesday again. And here we are back at it, talking uh, about a potential 101 point or more record as we... Search for a quest to beat Man City's um Centurions record. Yeah, sorry. I had a lapse of concentration there. Apologies. Because I was still watching the Sky Sports News infographic. But yeah, anyway. So Brighton versus Liverpool. Brighton, who are relatively safe, um, more or less. Uh, not mathematically, but they're 85% safe. So it's a, it was almost a dead rubber match for them. It was also kind of a dead rubber match for Liverpool as we already champions. But um, there were still lots of things to play for. Alisson chasing the golden glove, Salah chasing a golden boot. And the task has, for that has been tough ever since um, Vardy and Aubameyang scored yesterday. So it elongates the gap to become more narrow etc etc um and yeah that was that's practically the only records liverpool would have had in mind today but um yeah let's get into it let's get into the lineups let's get into who played well and who hasn't so in goal allison left back nico williams center back van dyke gomez right back um trent alexander arnold your midfield three Henderson, Genie, Cater, up front, um, Oxley, Chamberlain on the left, Firmino in the middle, Sal on the right. So yes, a few changes. Obviously, Firmino, Henderson, Genie didn't start on. The, yeah, they didn't start on Wednesday. This on on Sunday. This time they do start. Oxlade-Chamberlain gets a second start. Cato gets a second start. Um, no Origi this time. Firmino's back in. Um, and yeah, Salah obviously always starts. Because <laughs> so he's on the golden boot. And Van Dijk Gomez has relatively been the same centre-back pairing we've seen for a while. And same with Trent. The only difference was young Nico Williams gets his Premier League debut. I will get into the good things Nico Williams done well and, and other areas he needs to improve on, etc, etc. So it was good. I was happy for him to get that Premier League start. It's great to see academy players come through the ranks. We've seen it on Sunday with Curtis Jones getting a goal. Harvey Elliott making cameos. This time Nico Williams gets his first start. Bearing in mind he's not actually a left-back, his natural position is right-back. Jürgen Klopp places him left-back and he's naturally right-footed. So I'll get into the positives and negatives of that as well. So yeah, the game starts now and um, I think Brighton had kick-off. And for the jump, Brighton were playing this expansive type football. I think because there's no pressure on them to get points. Same with Liverpool. I think they were kind of in experimental mode. So they were trying to play out the ball out from the back. There was times where they 
the first time they got away with it and it led into attack which was then flagged for offside um and then they try it a second time and this time they messed up liverpool who are known as what the counter press kings right so brighton on the ball naby kator is aware that his back is aware that the brighton player's back is turned to him so it creates a perfect Perfect um, counter-press opportunity. Naibi wins the ball, pinches it from him. Um, he Then it creates a three-on-two situation. Him, Firmino, Salah against the two Brighton players. Keitar rolls the ball. I think it was for Firmino, but Firmino does a dummy where he pretends where he's going for it, but then leaves it. Salah picks up on it, slots it, bottom corner, 1-0 Liverpool. Fabulous. Fantastic start. And this was only four minutes in. Uh, but the fun didn't stop there. Brighton still tried to play out from the back. Um, again, we were on it with our counter-pressing. Just read, just... It, it it felt like seventeen eighteen football again in that that first period where we were just full throttle pressing in the right areas, squeezing sque- squeezing the life out of the defenders, suffocating them, forcing them to give away possession. We caused that havoc to happen again. Kato caught wins the ball. He passes to, I think Chamberlain, or he passed to. Firmino, Firmino passes to Salah, Salah tries to cut in, Jordan Henderson makes a darting run, Salah lays the ball off for Henderson, curls it curls it um, to the left of goal, beats the keeper, 2-0 Liverpool, only 8 minutes in, lovely, 8 minutes in, um, but the fun doesn't, yeah, <laughs> well the fun, the, the, the fun doesn't stop there. Because it was, after that, it still felt like, after that, it gave Liverpool players confidence that, oh, let's blow them away like we did in seventeen eighteen season. But the difference was um, Brighton were eventually playing their way out of trouble. And they were using um, their, their right back, what's his name? Party? I can't know. I can't even remember. Lamptey. It might have been Lamptey. What his name is. Um, yeah. They gave Lamptey the ball to run down the channels to test Nico Williams, and this is when um, he he his position in that left back will come into question. So from what I was seeing of Nico Williams, he played a blinder the first twenty minutes. No issues there. He also stopped a, a crucial goal from happening. Um, Brighton won a transition counter-attack. Um, one of their players darts past Trent and Gomez. The ball is whipped in. Um, there's a block from Virgil initially. Then Genie tries to clear the danger. But then it rolls into the path of um, a Brighton player. Nico Williams make a crucial, crucial block. If it, if it wasn't for this block, it would have been two one to Brighton, and um yeah it, it was a goal it was a goal slave saving type tackle so fair play to him, um Nico Williams on the ball, it was very good. The only problem was with as with most left footed right right footed left backs, a lot of 
it's not as fluent because you have to cut in to um, beat your man to then create an opening. Whereas with a natural left foot left back, like you see with Robertson, he can ping a ball first time and this is just a bit more instinctual and it's like a millisecond difference. But that millisecond can be quite significant. But yeah, that was the limitations Nico Williams had, but he had he had no he he didn't have the co- I mean he had I mean sorry, he had the confidence to try shots from outside the box. Um A shots, I mean. Um, just and just to create openings and just drive on the ball and he looked very confident but there was times where that right back was testing him a lot there was times where he was blindsided once he almost tried he, he tried to make a foul it didn't work but Henderson cleans up the damage for him just one of those young boys when you have to sun a player do you know what I mean like give him that discipline no, I don't do that again type stuff but obviously when you see your Premier League debut, you're going to have to fail on the job. And that's one of those instances there when he made a mistake. Um, what else happened? There was also a time where he was he under hit a pass, which kind of put us in danger. And that was a bit worrying. Um, then Hendo almost headed the ball back to one of a Brighton player, but Alisson picked up on it well. Um... That's, yeah, then Brighton began to find a bit of openings because Liverpool was still trying to play this expansive type football and Cato was doing a lot of cleaning up. I felt like he was doing two midfield jobs in one. So I, I have to rate Cato highly. Here's where I'm going to stand him because on Sunday, I said when you start Cato, you see significant differences and you saw it today. 100%. You saw him counter-pressing. You saw him everywhere. Winning the ball. Turning on the half-space. Beating defenders. And it's what I want to, what is what I wanted to see Jeannie Ronaldo do. But Jeannie Ronaldo was playing very passively. And it led to Cato doing two jobs in one. Similar to the Sunday game where he had to carry Oxalade. This time Cato was carrying Ronaldo. Um... Yeah, and then there was an instance where Gomez was allowing defenders to just go past him a bit too frequently. I think he had an off game in the first half. Um, I wasn't liking it at all. And then a Brighton goal comes, Brighton on an attack. Nico Williams pushed too forward and he was blindsided by the Brighton right-back's run. He, He didn't pick up on it again. The ball was whipped in and it was a great half-volley finish. Alisson doesn't get a clean sheet. And um, yeah, that's that was pretty much the first half. Um, we, Brighton definitely deserved that goal because we were just playing... before. Prior to that goal, we were very sloppy. We began to play sloppy and almost fall into Brighton's trap as in terms of expansive football. Because before there would be times where Liverpool would score a goal very early, so score very two goals very early, and play controlled, slow possession type football. But obviously, with no, with nothing to play for now, because um, we've already secured the title, we, I guess we kind of took that risk just to create that sense of enjoyment for us, and maybe without the fan pressure of. Um, Fans on your back, maybe that kind of played a part. Um, 
And Allison as well, there was time there was a time where he was on the ball a bit too long because again no pressure from fans to be like, oh do that thing and to unsettle you. But yeah, that was pretty much the first half. So I'd say I'd say um Nico Platt had an okay game, okay first half. The 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 strengths was that he could bomb forward, he can spray a pass cross field. Um, the weaknesses was just off the ball. He'd be blindsided by runs. But in your Premier League debut, that can happen. And he picked up a yellow card as well. But you fail and learn on the job. And that's it. Um, Gomez, I, I wasn't happy with. Van Dijk, he did Van Dijk things again. So you no problem with him. Um, Trent, Trent was okay. I don't think... I don't think he really got involved enough, but that's not really his fault as um the attacks were started through um counter pressing, so Trent's creativity was not really needed in the first half. So when I say he wasn't really involved enough, it doesn't mean that he didn't play well, it's just that for the transition the attacks he weren't needed. And bearing in mind he's a right back, so defensive duties are your primary aspect. And if you want to create, that comes secondary. But obviously, Trent's speciality is creating. So, but that's okay. And yeah, so second half starts and Nico Williams comes off. Andy Robertson's back on. Um, and then we're still playing this expansive football. I thought we'd tighten it up a bit more just to be a bit more passive. But Liverpool were doing the same thing like the first half. And Brighton were slowly creating more openings and testing us more. Testing Gomez more, testing Trent more. Um, I didn't, yeah, Gomez again, second half, it wasn't impressive. Um, Allowing players to go past him too easily or he'd be scared to make a tactical foul. um, Like in the first half, Um, I'm trying to remember what chances we had. Um, and that started the second I don't think we had many not many um, I think there was an, there was a there was a brief moment Robinson cuts the ball into Henderson Henderson has a shot again outside the box but it takes a massive deflection and it almost falls the keeper and goes into the net but it goes wide and then it's a corner um, Andy Robinson jogs over to the far side from the right hand side corner he takes it the ball is whipped in, um, and Salah runs to the near post, and it blindsides the right back, and um, he nods it in for three one. So that makes it twenty nineteen goals for Salah in the Premier League. Nineteen goals, one behind Aubameyang with twenty, and three behind Jamie Vardy with twenty two. So yeah, I he needed that hat trick to try and be back in the race. Um, what else? And then we made more substitutions. Cater came off. I was very sad because Cater played a blind over game. I was very impressed with him. Um, who came on? Fabinho came on. Um, Apologies. Let me think. Who else? Ox came off. He absolutely did nothing. Um, yeah, let's talk about Oxley Chamberlain's performance. I can't remember him doing anything. 
that was his performance. Again, he was played out of position, I know, but I still need some sort of involvement for you. Um, Because for me, no, he got involved and sometimes he doesn't have to touch the ball to get involved. That's how significant Bobby Firmino is. But obviously, that's a completely different role to how Ox plays. Ox plays on the ball and he drives. And he's a confidence-type player. You can tell that he's a confidence-type player. Because prior to that injury two seasons ago, he was this confident guy who could shoot outside the box and he'll rip, ripple the net at free will. Last season, he had to try and find his feet again. Um, and then just before lockdown, he was gaining confidence again, blind of the Atletico performance. And now the Premier League started, he's kind of had stop-start performances. And long-term-wise, I think he'll be okay. But as of right now, he's not showing that he should be starting for us. Um, Keitar, he had a blinder. Lots of tidying up, winning the balls, creating chances. Um, when you give him the confidence to play, he fuck, he shines. That boy shines. And it's very impressive. And that's what we like to see more often. Um, yeah, if he sustains that, has a more, more runner games... The sky is the limit for him. So, so, so impressed. And, le- and let's pray that the injuries are behind him because he is the key in our midfield. He just provides something different. Um, yeah, I mentioned the subs, didn't I? Yeah, so that happened. And Mane, Mane came on for Chamberlain. Yeah, so Mane came on and got a yellow card after two minutes. <laughs> At the, he put a hand in the face. But yeah, and then um, there was times where Brighton were trying to threaten us from set pieces, but we done well holding our lines, um, clearing corners. There was a time where Brighton could have made it 2-2, actually. We actually got away with it in a way, ball whipped in. Um, I just, just I just think that we weren't tight enough on... It might have been Lewis Dunk. Lewis Dunk had flicks it onto one other player, but the other player just clear. It goes to the wrong side of Allison and Genie when Alden clears it. Um, and then Henderson gets involved in a tackle, which kind of creates a niggling injury. So he comes off. And then um, James Milner comes on. And then finally, Takumi Minamino comes on. And Firmino comes off. Firmino, we had a. Firmino done the typical Firmino performance. He didn't score. He could have scored in the first goal, but. He's that so unselfish and so wholesome that um, he allowed Salah to score. He his counter pressing was very good in the second half, um, but there was but there was times when we were on a counter where he'd under hit passes sometimes, and sometimes use a he he his overuse of flair would cause the ball to be under hit, and that would be a bit annoying. And Sadio Mane suffered the same thing where um, the ball was under hit as well. Um, but yeah, there was a time where Salah could have set up Sadio Mane, um, but he was taking so many touches, he could have played Mane in much earlier. But I understand when you're chasing a hat trick and a golden boot, um, you don't want to pass, which I understand in the grander scheme of things. So that that's just the competitive nature of Mohamed Salah, and that's what got him. Uh, that's what good. That's what. That's that's why he has that incredible record he has for Liverpool. Um, what else? Takumi Minamino came on. He tried to get involved at first 
And then James Milner does play a ball in for him. And then I can't remember what he does with it. I think he was a bit too wide and then he had the shot. And then at the fight, the final chance of the game, Andy Robinson whips the ball in. On a, it's a peach of a ball for Salah again. But he heads it over and he has no one to blame but himself. And he looks so frustrated. But that's just the competitive nature in Mohamed Salah. And yeah, that was pretty much the game. Three, three goals, three points. That's another win for Jurgen Klopp against Brighton. Liverpool are on 92 points. We are just eight points away from matching Manchester City's record with five Premier League games to go. So we just need to win three out of five games to beat Man City's record. Wow. Incredible. Um, this Liverpool team will go down as one of the greatest ever. <laughs> If we beat the Centurions record, I just don't want us to be Premier League champions. I want us to be champions with a significance to it. So hopefully that can happen. Uh, man of the match, I want to give it to Kator. I know Salah scored two goals and an assist. He works very hard. Yes, I know, I know. But Kator's groundwork is the reason why Salah got, well, Salah got a goal and an assist. I know the header was down to Andy Robertson's cross, but most of the groundwork, the foundations, the core of our attacks was Naby Keita. Without him, I don't think the scoreline would have been 3-1. I'm not sure what the scoreline would have been. Um, yes, but other than that, I would have given it to Mami Salah. You can also say Mami Salah, man of the match, sure, yes. Um, concerning performances, Joe Gomez, he looks very patchy out of form. I'm a bit concerned for him. But again, there's no pressure because they're with Premier League champions now. So how do I take it? I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Trent had an okay game. He didn't do too much. He didn't have to do too much. But it was just one of them, wasn't it? Um, Nico Williams, Premier League debut. He had an okay game as well. Obviously, area, there's a lot of areas to improve on because it's your, your first ever start. And that's just you learning on the job. But yeah. Good performance from Brighton as well. They played very open, expansive football. And from a neutral perspective, a lot of fans would have enjoyed. So, yeah. Thank you, guys, for listening to LFC Reactions. Like, share, subscribe. And tune in on Saturday, where Liverpool play Burnley at Anfield. Should be a cracker.